Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening so far and uh, being part of, I guess, my podcast series. I'm still waiting to hear some of that feedback, people. You need to get that into me. It would be great for you to give it to me when you feel you've got it. Um, at this point, I get a lot of the old positive stuff, which is cool. And I appreciate people saying that they like it and they enjoy it and that uh, they're getting bits and pieces from it. Um, that's great. Um, but uh, it'd be good to get some questions. People to feed me in some content to throw me other people under the con- the sort of under the guise of getting them to get on the show and be interviewed. I mean, it is tough to get people to line up to do this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it takes, I guess it takes a bit of a group. So I'm leveraging my network. So if you do have people that can uh, do this or you want to do that, please reach out and let me know. Um, it takes about an hour-ish and a bit. It's casual conversation as you've been do- you've been hearing. Um, and again, uh, you know, more than happy to have anyone and everyone on this show. Um, so today, I got to interview a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, someone I work with and see almost every day of the week, uh, Jamie Heyman. Uh, he's an interesting person. Um, I've spent a lot of time with him talking about many things, and I tend to take the persona of, I- I'd say, big brother with him. But um, today I wanted to have more of just a, you know, a bit of that conversation that we have and, you know, a bit of that banter and a bit of a laugh around, you know, just kind of who he is, what he's done, where he's come from, and sort of what sort of mountains he's climbed to get to where he's gotten to. Um, he's an interesting person to me uh, because I find him incredibly artistic and talented. Um, I find him to be incredibly detail-oriented and, uh, and all the while this sort of hot mess uh, that is Jamie. So, you know, this can exist. You can be a little bit of everything and all over the show and at the same time still have a level of, uh, you know, uh, a bit of genius about what you do. Um, you know, I'm always intrigued by what he's getting up to next and I end up running down the path of sort of what about this idea with him quite often. So, yeah, I mean, without further ado, uh, this is my good buddy, Jamie, and our chat today that took place in my my podcast studio, which is kind of a thing I've got. I made it. I made my thing. Anyhow, guys, hope you enjoy it, and I will talk to you again later. Was I higher pitched than normal? We're recording. <laughs> Don't change. It's all right. We're going to do a little bit of a warm-up preamble first. Yeah, so we got second. Wasn't bad. Wasn't a horrible game. Did you just totally just shut down? <laughs> you just shut down. No, I can't like do it. Ah, like record. Ah. No. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you got second. <laughs> This is going to be the best interview it's ever. Going to be so first off, first off, you just totally were like, I said, make sure you talk in the microphone. Yeah. He leans all the way okay. back in his chair. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Is that what happens? So if I go further back, oh. That mic's not as much of a problem as goodbye. this mic. Okay. Cool. Maybe find a comfortable position in the chair. Is this adjustable? Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to? Yeah, yeah. Dude, get where you need to go. Hello. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so if I just keep it in front of me. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to eat the thing, but, you know, <laughs> as long as you get right you there. You should do video podcast too because it's even better right now because right, yeah. it's yeah. easier yeah. to see i like it when the audience gets the opportunity to imagine the situation every time i put him on the spot i'm touching the microphone all right buddy all right everyone out there <laughs> i keep all right i don't know what i'm doing it's firstly okay. that's great Perfect. secondly i realize that when you haven't taken my survey oh there's a whole survey that i give to people how come, did you send it's it? It's not a real did survey. Did you send it to me? I don't think yeah. I did. But I. it was mainly because it's one of those things where it's just something I put together early on in the piece. But it's not a requirement. Let me know when you're comfortable. Let me know when you're in there. You, I feel like right. I'm at 
counseling. <laughs> well, counseling is a little less <laughs> obtrusive than this. Yeah, right, I think I got this. You good? I think so. You happy? Maybe. I move a lot. So that might be a real big issue. Okay. That's good. Okay. Um, right. Get this these keys off. <laughs> Empty my pockets. Throw your shit around. All right. You let me know when you're ready. I'm always. Does your phone need a charge? I have a wireless charger. Yeah, I've been ready. You've been ready. <laughs> this whole time. Okay. I take a sip though. Have a little sippy. All right, you ready? Because we're going to... What are you... Yo, dude, what's up? Oh, am I allowed to talk? Yeah, this is all mixed together in one big uh, moment. Oh, I like and that I can, button. I can, I can turn it down for this. Fade in, fade out. Fade out. I want one of these too. You don't need one of these, Jamie. I think I need I, one. I, I your life. I'm about to leave and, and buy, just go buy one. <laughs> just to sit at home. It's now started. And make new hobby, everyone. Look <laughs> out, world. Jamie the podcaster. <laughs> what would we podcast about, Jamie? Uh, I don't know what it would be about. All right. Well, before we start, Jamie, thanks for coming. Thank you. Hey, man. Hey, Jamie, man. hey, man. How often do you get trouble about hey man? Does anybody just say hey man to you and yes, play out? Yes, it's the Is first it thing me? that people say, and it happens to be my name. <laughs> when they, <laughs> they're like, hey man, hey man. Like, that's me. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Do you correct them though and get it into a loop? No. I go, hey man. <laughs> no. Jamie. No, no, that hey doesn't man. happen. It doesn't. Oh. No. I feel like it would be fun to you know get into a loop with that name. <laughs> people always ask me if it's my real name. It really? Could be my fake name. <laughs> As opposed to like James and Jamie. There's a guy I know, right? Yeah. And his name is James. Yeah. But he, he's called Jamie. Really? But my name's Jamie and I'm called Jamie. So I find it quite offensive that his name is Jamie. I was when so he's hoping, James. <laughs> <laughs> hoping you would say, I am Jamie, but I call myself James. It, that would have been the correct <laughs> path <laughs> based so. on this scenario. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Let's do a little bit of background because nobody knows who you are. I don't know how many people like listen to, to this thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how many people listen to this thing. But the point is, is that, you know, we bring, I bring someone in, we have a bit of a chat, but first we have to do, figure out who you are. Jamie, I know you because we work together. We hockey together a little bit. And Once? We, have we even played a game against each other? Yeah, no. Yes. No. Scrimmage yes. doesn't count. No. No. Because you would Training. lose. Because <laughs> I would lose. Yes, Jamie's so good at the hockey. Um, lose your mind. Right. Well, okay, so... Jamie. Yes. Who are you, buddy? I'm give a little bit of an overview. This is my favorite part about you. Tell oh, us is, about who you are. This is my elevator pitch. That's going to be so terrible. Flip it. Flip I do it. not practice this. So I please don't. be kind, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm Jamie. <laughs> Good start. Not James. No, not James. Good. And uh, I'm a developer. That's number of one. Properties. <laughs> People always say that. Hey, how do you develop properties? Oh, property developer. Uh, tunnel, tunnel. I'm a software engineer. Nice. Uh, and uh, I also play ice hockey. <laughs> this is so bad. Can we redo this? No, we're not going to redo it. Uh, let me prompt you. Let's do this a little different. You feed me. I'm going to feed I you. Will we're going to get on the feeding. So developer, day job is you are a software developer. Nine to five, I work yeah. for a company. So full stack. Full stack developer. Started off doing design um, and then moved into development. Yep. Uh, and then so I do that nine to five. Mm -hmm. And then I've got a few things on the side. I guess that segues into what we're talking about today, I think. And we will jump into that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you also do some other stuff such as ice hockey. And you got into that, what, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. So two or three years? Two. Three. Three? I don't count. <laughs> I'm not counting. I, I think it's you, three years. Yeah. I think that all happened about three years. through like just... Random. Is it Ash? Were you yes, interested yeah. before Ash? Listen, PlayStation. I, I PlayStation. thank Sony. Sony. The Japanese. 
thank you for getting me. <laughs> I, I was great at NHL. And then I remember Ash. Yeah. Good old Ash Newman. Mm. at my boy. I don't even think he listens to this. Well, good. If he did, it would be a very harsh critic, I suspect. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, I don't, don't listen. Don't Turn listen. off, Ash. Yeah, please. So, <laughs> he got me into PlayStation, like, sorry, NHL. So mm. playing NHL, I was really, I was pretty good at it. So mm. he's like, you should come play. And I said, oh, you know, I dabbled in the idea of playing hockey when I was a kid. And then. Right, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Then you guys lent me all this gear and bam. Yeah, that's right. On yeah. the brink. I was so bad. Looking back on it, there's a video of me. Is there? It's so bad. Really? Like, I look back, I'm like, wow, that's really bad. What was bad about it? It was average. <laughs> but what part of it? All of it? The whole thing? No, or just, just my like skating. skating. It's just like, I don't know. Style. My ego was so much bigger when I got on the ice. I was like, yeah, I, I got I this. this. I can do this. I rollerbladed when I was younger. Oh, right. And then, um, yeah, it, um, it just progressed from there. And I started playing more, really dedicating a lot of time to it and getting amongst it yeah and you're part of the community and yeah community is cool i mean it's a it's a weird community but it's fun um but you're a canberra boy yeah i am so i was born and raised in canberra just gonna give him a coaster because he's smashing the beer he's drinking on the table it's because you've given me i know and i swapped it out my a bottomless i know, I know. it's my fault <laughs> it's my fault as the producer of this show i should have thought more about that um so canberra boy yes raised born and raised born and raised in canberra um, my family moved down there. From where? Um, Sydney? No, from England. England? <laughs> Listen, my dad immigrated yeah. to Australia. Yeah. And my mom's from Thailand. Um, and so then she also immigrated. She also immigrated from Thailand to here. And they, they decided, they settled on Canberra. Mm. Um, so I was born and raised there. And One brother? Uh, yes, I got one brother. I had two brothers. One's passed away. Oh. <laughs> Something yeah. that you don't know about I my did family. Not yeah, know so that. people don't know these things. So, well, I know this is the whole thing. So, wait, uh, how long ago was this? This was in '99. Damn. Yeah, a long time ago. So you were young. So I was, I was nine years old. Nine, yeah, yeah, years yeah. Old. So yeah. wait, uh, just in the order of who? Because I know Rick. Yeah. But where was this sibling? So David was my David. oldest. Oldest. And I only found out recently Rick. he was a half sibling. Oh, damn! Life, life unfolds itself as you yeah. get older. Dad. Uh, mom, mom, ooh, yeah, saucy. He was American, just like shit. <laughs> Shut up. He's American. Apparently was really. Yes. Where did he grow up then? Um, how much he, older was he than you? Seventy-four, I think he was. Born. He was no. <laughs> he like, was seventy-four years old. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. No, he was born in seventy-four. Right. Um, so yeah, he would have been twenty-four when he passed away. Oh, in a car accident. right. Oh, mm. right. Oh, suddenly. Okay. Yeah. So for you, I mean, nine. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. Hectic period in our lives yeah. as a family, but brought us all together. Oh, yeah, yeah. These yeah. things. Yeah, and this was here, obviously. Um, Cam- yeah, in Canberra. Canberra. And the other thing about uh, Canberra that you often tell us a story about is... Questacon. No. Oh, my God. Come on, I say uh, that about everyone. Yeah, you do bring up Questacon. <laughs> that in South Park a lot, but not those things. That your family owned a restaurant. Oh, yes. The best restaurant in Canberra. Listen, the best... I would say the best Thai restaurant. Thai restaurant. In camera. <laughs> okay, so there's two parts to the Thai question. One, what was the name of the restaurant? Listen, this is a hilarious story, right? Okay. So we're all familiar with Phuket in Thailand, right? We all are? Yeah, we all are. Everyone. You included listening <laughs> I, are familiar. I have never been there. <laughs> you know of it, I right? know that I like to say fuck it because it sounds like it, it looks this like that. This is so you, right? This yeah. story, right? So okay. they had a restaurant named the Who Phuket. Did? My family. In Canberra or yeah, in in Canberra, in it's Phuket. called oh. it's called the Phuket oh, Thai restaurant. Love it. Everyone that comes in there, this is the 
late 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. Early yeah. 90s. Yeah. So anyone that comes in there, they instantly call it the fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how good? Great restaurant. Yeah. Five yeah. stars. Yeah. What are we Always. doing? <laughs> Actually, no, it was one star because people, the name didn't live up to what it was. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible, Jamie. That's the worst ever. But either in my way, mind, either. I was thinking was because <laughs> they came there and thought it was a brothel. <laughs> and it was not. So they downstarted. But there get, was no online reviews If you back get then. fed when you go to a brothel, that's five stars. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently that could happen. Uh, <laughs> either way. Anyway. So they had a restaurant. Um, it, was, it was quite successful. And then my family sold that off. Mm-hmm. I think after, I think they had it for about five to, to eight years. I can't really remember. Right. And then um, dad had his own construction company, I think at the same time, around the same time. So my mum was really in charge of the the Thai restaurant. Mm. She was the matriarch. That's right. Yes. Good. Nice work, buddy. <laughs> my eyebrows did jump slightly. <laughs> Way above the glasses. <laughs> they were visible high above them. Get that dictionary uh, right now. Got so yeah, she was the uh, the real pioneer. She's, a, she's an incredible woman, my mother. Mm. Um, very intelligent and has a lot of passion and drive. She's gone through a lot in her life. So right. shout out to my moms. I wonder if she's going to listen. <laughs> she you, will. I'll make her. Mom, listen to listen this. Listen to this. I, your little boy is in yeah. her podcast. I'm famous. What is a podcast? <laughs> that will be the question. How do I listen How to it? How do I listen to it? It's not working. <laughs> How do I listen to these podcasts? I, I've had that question <laughs> twice in my I asked friend. you. I'm in technology, people. <laughs> I asked him. How, Joe, to how do I listen to your podcast? And I'm like, uh, what is are you Is it trying? a book? <laughs> Can I read it? It's on. Oh, I wait. I found it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I found it too. But uh, mm. you were a faster. You tried zero. You gave it 1% effort. And I Googled asked it. Me. Joe Robins. Joe Rogan's. Joe Rogan. Oh, the Joe Rogan podcast, podcast yeah. came up and I was like, this guy is great. He's huge. How did he get all these guests? Yeah. I've been asked that many times because I, the people say to me, oh, Oh, they're like, oh, yeah, hi. And I'll introduce myself and they'll be like, yeah, you're Joe. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Joe Robbins. And they're like, oh, Joe Rogan. And I'm like, no. And <laughs> That's like, like what, oh, have you heard his podcast? And I'm like, yes. But this was before I even did a podcast. They're like, you got to listen to this guy's this podcast. Pre-podcast. I'm like, I know who Joe Rogan is and I don't know if I want to listen to his podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like one of these things. And I'm like, I am not him. <laughs> and then the whole thing goes down to Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, you segue into that. Oh, yeah. Well, and then there's nothing about it. It's like where we say where we work and everyone gets it. It's familiar. It's so familiar to another company because it's or another three companies because <laughs> yeah. it's three letters and yeah people like that and you're like yeah no, that's yeah. not it that's not it i do not I don't work know at a grocery store to say it on radio <laughs> no one listens we're to not this. on radio we can do whatever we want i have no sponsors yeah. no one's gonna care oh no one cares i will care you care I that's work. good i like the secrecy though let's <laughs> yeah, keep let's it secret google where we me work. Right. yeah yeah linkedin will tell us immediately looking up either one of us <laughs> if you add me on linkedin i'll know you listened that's right, because that, that's a lurky platform. Yeah. yeah, you can always tell when people look at you. Creep on me. Imagine if Facebook had the, the who looked at me feature. Sorry, I'm taking a sip. <laughs> I know, but it that would, would be, be concerning. It would be very dodgy. Like everybody that looks at you, you get to see it. One person. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Imagine a really bad night out or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, right, so that's a bit of the background. That's the thing. That's the family. Oh, then I then I moved. Oh, you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's right. so oh. much more to. I moved to Sydney. Okay, and oh. then uh, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. What age did you move to Sydney? Uh, when I was about fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Were you a mischievous child? That would be an understatement. Oh, ooh. What was the worst <laughs> thing you ever did as a child? Oh, I can't say that on here. Okay, what's sure. the second of the, the second of the last worst thing? I still don't want to say okay. that. On here. How many bad things did we do if we were to hold up a hand? Two, oh, 
two, two hands. hands. <laughs> so you've done Wait, no, that's said two. Yeah, ten fingers <laughs> on these hands. Five. So you've done three t- hands. Ten, <laughs> Thirty bad things. I've done. All right, give me your thirty-first worst thing. Thirty-first <laughs> <laughs> worst thing would be arson. I burnt a building. I was. I. I. I had shoplifted. Oh, a little bit of the thievery. Mm. I had. Um, Thievery and caught often. Listen, I'm not proud of it, but it defined it. It made me who I am today. So I understand going through those stages of life. So when people ask me, I don't like to speak about it on on air. But <laughs> good thing I didn't flip the switch out in the street, so yeah, people are listening. Yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, there's a crowd oh, oh, out the window too. Yeah. Oh, it's broadcast <laughs> live. Um, so I mean, like I was a mischievous child. I'd I'd gotten to a lot of things like drugs and I guess shady activities as a sure. child as a mischievous child everything from graffiti to <laughs> you don't have to say all this stuff but it like so basically you went down the, the the darker path yes i did so so happier to get uh your your kicks out of doing the things that were potentially quite troublesome yes um <laughs> and, instead of like you know falling in line and doing the good the good side of it which is avoid those sorts I of was behaviors just, i was just doing my own thing man yeah. i still do that now but i think all within the line. i would say actually yes very much so you're very much someone who has done their own thing in spite of what others might tell you which is an interesting part of who you are and definitely in my experience with you um, but before we get into that new side of you, that is not the criminal, uh, <laughs> new, <laughs> beginnings. new beginnings for everyone out there, there is hope if yeah. you're going through those phases in your life. Yeah. I, I think I wanted, I want to touch on two things. One, um, have you ever thought about, uh, that time sort of, you know, or that age where you were mischievous, <laughs> 30 fingers times <laughs> mischievous and thought about why you did that or what was going on in your life at all or. Yeah, I was a stupid teen- teenager. You reckon that's all it was, just teenager? Just rebellion, just doing your own thing. It, w- it wasn't... Listen, you trying to prove anything? If I went to a counselor or a psychologist today... I'm not that, but... But they would definitely say it was something else. <laughs> well, other than what you're going to tell me. Yes. Well, David, that's always the case with us. But I've always told you... What I'm trying to say is I don't think... I think being in an environment where there's not much to do, number mm. one, mm. which yeah, is camera. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, then also not having, because like at, at that time in my life, my, my dad was living in Sydney. My mm-hmm. brother was, he would have been close to 18. So he was living at a home as well. So it was really just me, right? And not having a strong role model around you at that point in time yeah, that can p- keep you on that path really, really changes the decisions you make as a, as a young person. So mm. and I think that would have definitely um, influenced a lot of the decisions that I made because of not having someone around me. So I had to make my own mistakes Right, I couldn't lean on someone to give me that guidance that what you're doing is wrong, what you're doing is making mm. a mistake. And at the end of the day, you're not going to listen to the police. You're not going to listen to anyone that tells you what's wrong, right? Sure. So you're gonna you're gonna, you're only going to listen to the people that you respect. And if you don't respect those people, if you haven't been brought up to respect those people, mm. or there's no reason to respect those individuals that are telling you what to do, mm. then in your mind, then you're not going to listen to them. So yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think we always are looking for those people to. Um, have a feedback loop with it's always an interesting one when kids go down the path you know in that early stage where their sort of their social circle becomes the feedback loop and Mm. then if that's a negative social circle which we all know can be Mm. very much the case uh, you end up doing really negative shit for a while um what uh got you to kind of realize you were on the dark path did you have Uh, a moment yeah i uh i did something really bad right and then Mm. had to leave (laughs) had to leave yeah 
Right. And then <laughs> and then start fresh. And start fresh. All right. So you had to have a complete... It was a turning point. And it was lucky for me turn. that it wasn't... Um, it didn't put me... It wasn't hugely detrimental to your future. It was It was a dangerous situation that I was in. And sure. It, and it could have been a lot worse. But luckily, I had, I had options. Yeah. I had, I guess... And I wasn't afraid to execute those options. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wasn't... I was looking out for my best interest and it, and it gave me an opportunity to just, you know, start fresh and think about what, what am I doing? Cause mm-hmm. it was, it was at a pinnacle time in my life. I was, I would have been just 15 years age. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I had, I had an understanding of what I was doing right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I was at that right peak period where I could have made the decisions and I know that they affect me um, and how they affect me. So I think, yeah. I think I was good to smarten up really quickly on that yeah <laughs> and be like you know what let's just do it because there was in that period when i had to leave um i thought about not leaving i thought about i'll just rough it out and i'll stick because all my friends are here and this yeah. is what i want to do yeah yeah of course you know but, all the logical but it's stuff like, that you know a 15 what? year old would think yeah. yeah just imagine trying to yeah uproot yourself and how much resistance normal people would have to that mm. and i think from an early early age change has always been something that is important to embrace mm. because the normal person would be like, oh, I can't change. You know, mm. my friends are here, whatever. I don't want to change job. I don't want to, mm. whatever it is in life, mm. right? But if you if you really start to embrace that change, a lot of benefit can come out of it. And it's rarely ever going to pay off negatively for sure. you, right? Like there will be ups and downs, but the majority of the time, everything's going to keep moving up. Yeah. You'd hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I, from my experience, that's what I had. So the decision that I made back then, um, which was semi-forced, at the mm. same time had to make the right decision for me. Um, I do not regret it what bit. One bit. Mm. Moving to Sydney was the best thing I ever did. Moving out of the uh, the bush. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> camera's sticks. all right, but yeah, it's different. A lot of roundabouts. A lot of roundabouts. Be careful with those roundabouts out there, people. Yeah. <laughs> Boppers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, and all of these, this cra- the crazy octagon. It's like a giant MMA fight. If you are in Canberra, Canberra. please do go to Questacon. Why, why Questacon? It's amazing. What is, the the, what is the War Memorial is amazing. I do. I love the War Memorial. I've not even completed it. That's how big it is. I've been, I've been there and I know I have to go back to finish because it's that big. Great. Great. I think I, I, my children almost just collapsed from the amount you don't know of what effort que- I put wait, into So you it. don't know what Questacon is. I know a, what Questacon is. It's a science and technology yes, museum. Yes, yes, yes. But Wong, like Wollongong has a version of the Ah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's but it's still off. fun. Blatant ripoff. <laughs> No patent involved at Questacon. <laughs> Just some taxpayer money paying for Listen, science. I do not work for Questacon. <laughs> no affiliation. <laughs> no affiliation. Um, but I, it's nostalgic to me. Okay, let's get this childhood. Questacon thing out of the way. It's great. It oh, has, hold on. Has, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give me one of your favorite things from Questacon then. So we can just briefly cover. Cannot be done. Can't be done. Can't be done. <laughs> okay. The, all right. The, just the slide. The droppy slide. The droppy I'm pretty sure slide. it's not called that. Oh, is this the one where I've seen the politicians doing it on the news? I hope not. That's just ruined it for me. The politicians. I'm pretty sure country. they went there and they did a thing and they slid Need down Need to just it. drop it's pretty fast without a slide. <laughs> is it pretty fast? No, it's just like a vertical drop. It teaches you about physics. Blah, 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 blah. A vertical <laughs> drop that teaches you about physics. Yeah. And you it's go a, on it as a human? Yeah, you put on the old Hessian bag jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty and sure. And then you slide down it. it. Just everyone if everyone at home, just uh, Google. Close your eyes. Close, close your eyes and envision it. A giant a child drop. in a Hessian bag. <laughs> it's already sounds horrible. Being dropped down. Wait, do, you don't do it yourself? You no, you dro- do. You, oh. you hang on like a monkey bar kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up bar and then yeah. you just drop. And then at the bottom, it just Ooh. takes you out. Outside As of the in, car park, into the, <laughs> into car. the back of the bus, <laughs> into the, <laughs> into the, into the cafe, through the souvenir store. You grab an ice cream <laughs> on the way out. They just have tap them. and go, yeah, tap and go. But uh, yeah, so Pretty overall, it's just it's a it's a great thing. 
Cool. So obviously, Quest to Comfort. I haven't been your back favorite childhood to memory. In Fifteen years. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you left, and I can't help to notice there's one similarity between your family's origin story to Sydney and your origin story to Sydney. That at the age of 15, you moved to Sydney and also had to make a big decision at 15. Were those the same at the same time? Were those all linked together? Wait, what happened at 15? You said you were 15 when you had to make your big life change. Yeah, that was it. And then you moved to Sydney. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was asking. That's my question. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so was that, that, that was clear all... in this podcast? No, no, it wasn't prior, but then in telling me your story about your your background, then it became quite clear that that was it, but it dealt kind of your family moving. Yeah. I didn't realize you were the catalyst. So I was the catalyst. That's so crazy. So my dad was here working. Sure. Just, just periodically yeah, construction stuff, work, yeah, right? Yeah. So wherever it's booming, he's working. <laughs> that's the construction term, guys. Yeah. Uh, so he moved up here. Um, so I was like, that's why the option was easier, right? Because I was right. like, I can move and live Get with away. my dad for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then that was the best thing. My mom came up. Then a couple of years later, my brother came up. And I'm right. pretty sure he'd agree as well. Canberra's the the best decision that he made was to leave Canberra. Right. Because there's so many more opportunities, so many different like things here. Sure. The big smoke. Yeah. The big Sydney. <laughs> yes. And then when you were 15, what suburb did you guys live in? I don't want to say. Why? <laughs> I lived in uh, Gungarland. What's that? <laughs> what is this place? Why do you say it again? Gungarland. 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 So they're all Aboriginal names, right? Because uh, it's yeah. in a suburb. It all comes up with Aboriginal names. So I lived in Nunnawal, Gungarland, and... Nunnawal and Gungarland. Yeah, and a place called Dun- Dunlop. Dunlop. I grew up in Dunlop. Well, that's like a tire company. Yes. Dunlop Valleys. Dunlop Valleys, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So where, what region? South... West, I don't, I don't east? remember looking at a map when I was a kid. Looking oh my at God, Jamie. That's oh, north. Spatial awareness. North, north west. Northwest. Okay. Northwest. Okay. Oh, right. The camera's like all backwards. Are... Whenever you no, look at it on a map, it looks like Canberra. So... I was talking about Sydney. Where did you move oh. to Sydney? Oh, in Sydney, that's not done. <laughs> none of those. Right. Scrap that. You're going to have to no, cut, I'm that not gonna cut that out. <laughs> that's going to be in there. All right. So, Canberra, that's where I lived. Yes. But in Sydney, I moved up and lived in Dremoyne. Dremoyne. Oh, okay. I'm in a West Point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. You're straight in. Yeah. That's a. That's a fresh new leaf. It was. And did you go to private school? Or? I went to Balmain, which is a public school. Public school? It's a bit shady. Balmain. Well. Cool. Balmain pu- public, Balmain High. And then was moving to Sydney relatively clean? Like you just... No. God, <laughs> Jamie. It was, it was hard. Well, hard on you. To fit in? No. To not stay out of trouble? No, yes. Oh, yes so and no, yes and no. No, no, no. I wasn't... offered you a whole new slate of I wasn't like, bad things no, to do? I don't know. I wasn't... It was more self-destructive harm rather than so. Let's just, let's just recap, right? Canberra was external right. destruction, sure, <laughs> and Sydney was more around finding yourself and making you know life experiences. And I've asked you this once before already, but I'm going to ask you again, <laughs> and I don't think you're going to give me the answer. But do you know what you were going through? Have you looked back on it? You know, if that's an internal thing, do you, did you have you thought about what you were going through trying to find that self discovery thing, or was it just pure yeah, it was just a lost kid, lost kid, and why trying were you to make lost? friends? And, and it's hard, it's so, hard to change schools at fifteen. So yeah. there was like new challenges every time. Hundred percent, right? yeah. So the new challenges I faced was obviously making new friends, fitting in, especially in like fifteen. It's year nine, year ten. Yeah, uh, ten, I think. 10, yeah, because my son's fourteen. Year ten, so fifteen, yeah, nine. So these are like social circles have been created mm, mm. friends are everywhere you got to fit in with someone mm. there's obviously as we all know when we join a new workplace yeah people do clash yes <laughs> yes and uh yeah things like that happen so did you wear like did you bring like a briefcase to school and 
like try to do something. I was weird. not a briefcase. Oh, you know what I mean. Like as a thing, did you like try to do something? If like, no, I was pretty create, uh, create some noise, or were you just like no? You threw down. I remember like, I got into a fight in the straight first away. Week. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know where that guy is now. Well, <laughs> we're not going to name names. No, but I know the other people as well. Like I'm, I'm. There's a lot of people from school that I still know, right? And I'm we, sure you cut through. Yeah, yeah, but like in terms of, it was difficult. It was a difficult period. Mm, mm. But uh, it all came came good in the end. Yeah. So how long did it take to settle in once you were here? Three months. Oh, okay. That's, That's not, not long. that long. It wasn't like eight yeah. years of uh, oh, hard yeah. work. Well, if it was eight years, then you would have been 23 I'm by the time you got out of high school. to make friends with those guys. <laughs> yeah, still at high school. I'm, um, but still, yeah, I'm it, still uh, going to high school. <laughs> it all worked out well. I'm a pretty yeah. likable guy. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So I was going to ask, uh, I normally ask people what they're, you know, if there's one bit of gossip about you, but you gave me that straight away. So thank you very much for all this. What's the gossip? That you are a troubled, um, you know, delinquent that I really, was, I was, really got into a lot more trouble than most people. Yeah. You went farther down the path. But it's good because, like, I can empathize with a lot of people that, like, people's stance on a lot of topics mm. that children go through. Mm. All these teenagers will go through this mm. stage. It's like, well, I lived that. You know, I went through all these problems and I went mm. through making these decisions and living with the repercussions of those. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I think, but at the same time, no one could have told me any better mm. and I wouldn't have listened to them anyway. So, yeah, yeah. It's like the <laughs> natural selection, right? If you get at the end and you, mm. it's all good, then you are the top. But it dog. also, <laughs> well, natural selection also has to do with apex predators. Well, so you got you, Joe. Yeah, right. on the podcast, <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yes, thank you very much. Just uh, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan I experience. Am a famous Z grades. Uh, lucky I didn't go for the Joe Robbins experience. That would really spun me. No, you would have got so right much like cross traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right next to the list. I'm not that guy. Alphabetical not order. Um, cool. So. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's a that's a great background, um, you know, around who you are. That's a huge background. Huge. Sorry, sorry, people. There's a lot to take in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've only just tapped the tip of it too. So. Grab a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to have a break, you'll hear from our sponsors now. Um, but before we jump into the next phase, I'm going to ask you uh, a question that I often ask people in this podcast. And Jamie, I don't know if you've been listening to my podcast, but are you happy in your life? Oh, that's such a deep question. It is, but you know, we'll go to a break. (laughs) Um, it could be surface level. It doesn't have to be deep. Yes. Good. Cool. (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm okay. It could be better. Sure. Everything could always be better. Yeah. Perfection is unattainable. Ooh, are you looking for perfection? (laughs) No, but I mean like, (laughs) I think you are as much as I know you, you're looking for this perfect bit of a control freak. Yeah. Uh, but I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm relatively happy. Yeah. There are areas that in anyone's life that could always be improved. Sure, of course. But overall, I like the things that I'm doing. Yep, yep. Professionally, I like where I'm at in my sporting life. Mm-hmm. I could be pro by now. Hashtag Leafs. <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, please come to Australia. I Just close your me. eyes when you're here <laughs> and look for me. Yeah, I will be the but, person falling in the ice. Yeah, I mean, overall, pretty good. Yeah, pretty that's good. good. That's good. Um uh, so one of the big reasons I brought you into the, uh, the show to interview you was, is that you are intrinsically, uh, inspired by everything you come across to try to spin it into something, right? Whether that be, let's go build an ice rink, let's make dog food, 
Let's, you know, uh, start a tiny house, you know, you know, uh, off the grid rental company. I believe they call me a whack job. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, I think they call you an entrepreneur, right? Uh, Or someone who likes to be addicted to startup, which might be a term we should come up with. Oh, yeah. Because let's just clarify this. An entrepreneur is someone who is successful. That's business. So. I believe that's Becomes. what the let's, let's Google this. I don't want to Google it. Let's just let it exist <laughs> you know me. in you the know. term. You leave that goddamn phone over there, Jamie. If you're at home, please Google this and <laughs> look reply. Look yeah. at anyone listening. Leave right it in now. the comments below. Oh, uh, no, this isn't a. Uh, but I, we definitely need a term for like a serial entrepreneur, right? Yeah. But from, from what I always understood, an entrepreneur is someone who is, is successful in or at least makes something mm. out of them, right? A lot, of, well, the, a lot of the things I don't make. Yeah, but you're you. I'm addicted to the process. Okay, so before like we get addict. into that, okay, so the process is part of it, but there's a part of who you know. There's this part yes. of this your internal dialogue. Yeah. Ever since I was young, do you want the backstory? Well, if that's how we're gonna get there, let's do it. That's how you're gonna do it. Yeah. Ever since I was younger, <laughs> my my father he was um he was always has always been a salesman, right? Deep sure. down, deep down. Yeah. Hashtag Amway. Do not Google that. <laughs> oh, I don't know where it is. Good old pyramid. Yeah. Anyway, he so he he was in he was in that for a while. Yeah. Yes, I'm doing quite funny faces at this stage while drinking beer. Mm. He um he he did a ride at it. He he did pretty good. So and then I was always inspired about the idea of being um, financially free. I believe is the correct term. Sure. And always and the idea of like making money or making wealth while you're asleep. And I've always, it's been inbuilt into me ever since I was about 11, 10. My dad would have tons of self-help books, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Art of War, all that kind of stuff. Mm, We'd have mm. all those books ready, available to read. So I'd flip through some of them now and then. Mm. And and I got a lot of knowledge. And I guess watching my dad create businesses and be in business and, you know, going through that sales process and, you know, hustling pretty much, right? Yeah. That from an early age was had been completely instilled in my personality, mm. and so, so I love the idea of being able to. And it's not. It took me a long time to realize this as well. Back in the day when I created like a new startup or a new business, it was always sure. about the end goal was always to be stinkingly rich. <laughs> of course, right at the end of the day, that's a lot of people get into business because they're looking for that end result. And that end result, when you're younger and inexperienced, it seems to be wealth it seems to be i want to make a, a unicorn company or a billion dollar company mm-hmm. right but the older you get the the more you realize and the more experience you get the more you realize that, that money doesn't actually equal happiness because mm. you're you think at a younger age i i always thought happiness equaled money right yeah, yeah. because it was it was what i grew up with right mm. trying to create wealth while you're asleep mm. would equate to being able to buy the things that you want which would then mean you're happy mm. right so material things mm. and it took a long time for me to realize that Money doesn't actually make you happy. Mm. Like, and even if you had a lot of the money in the world, yeah, you'd have a fun time, mm. a lot of fun, <laughs> but it doesn't make you deep down happy. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the experiences and your personality and 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 creating those experiences that mm. what makes you happy. So yeah. I think um, now I'm addicted to the process. I don't care if it fails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I care about is you know being able to just finish it, and be like, mm. yeah, sweet, look what I did, right? Mm. But and you're you're an internet you're an internet kid, right? Like you? No, I didn't have a computer till I was about fourteen. Yeah, yeah, but that's still an no. Internet. I'm young, right? So like, oh, sorry, you just said I was old <laughs> you, passively. You, <laughs> that's really I good. am the opposite of Joe. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. young. I was like, I'm I was fourteen man. when I got a computer. No, was the was it still on dial up when you had the internet? They had video games out on computers when I. 
what does that have to do with the internet, Jamie? <laughs> yeah, okay, that was so. That's let's just field. ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Was it like? Did they have broadband at this point when you had? The no, internet? no, no, no. It was, it still was dial-up. dial-up. Okay, so still that time. It was just a, but reality a lot TV, of people had a, reality TV was huge. I don't even remember watching TV video hits. What? That's about it. <laughs> That's it. I okay. There's a lot of time in my life. This will sound really weird, but I don't remember a lot of my childhood. <laughs> That's great. And I don't know why. That's okay. I, mean, I don't know why. No you one's know. judging you. I mean, People it's just me and you here. There's trauma that <laughs> has blocked a lot of that off. But People think that. Yeah. I think we've had this discussion. We've had already. a version of this conversation. So I don't really remember a lot. I remember patchy bits, but yeah. I think it's normal. No, no, it's fine. Apparently I mean, it's not normal. And I, I guess that's not the point. I guess w- what I was curious about was, is like what sort of external factors influence you? Like today's age, external From, factors are huge, right? So through your phone, through TV. Is this to TV, do with the internet though? Like in yeah, terms yeah, 100% of technology? the internet. Yeah, like, and like think, having this perspective that money solves all things. I mean, if you you live in a curated world, that is exactly what the curated world looks like, you know? like My my decisions back there well, was not influenced by the internet. Yeah, right, right. It was just... Pure. It wasn't even influenced by TV. It was influenced was it, by, by your dad. my upbringing. Yeah, your upbringing. Oh, that's Having, cool. And, oh, that's fine. And Amway. Amway. They used to release this book, right? Yeah. And it had a photo of all the wealthy people in Amway. Oh. And it would show like what they owned. Yeah. So they had like a mansion in America, in Florida. Oh, right. And they had a boat. Right. <laughs> right. A nice the convertible. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, I want one of them. And then. Yeah. yeah. No. My, my family did pyramid scheming things too like my they had good toothpaste amway they did good we didn't do amway but i think you're like my stepmom she did like vivian woodward woodward it's like a makeup thing so like Mm, like avon avon basically it was just another one tupperware yeah tupperware Tupperware. she did tupperware yeah good though tupperware was good tupperware was great yeah it was was like the sham wow of its generation right like it was huge great i mean tupperware now i mean i don't even know if it's around it's been completely knocked off no by like import Cheap stuff. The only Tupperware you get is like stolen from someone else. That yeah, yeah. Food they left it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking. JV's always down for a good theft. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I can see it now. I now know why. why that's oh, I, stole the, I have Tupperware because I cannot go into all Um But yeah, technology didn't influence a lot okay, of that. That's interesting. Like so being purest family was purely, inspired uh, by dad. And probably my own imagination of what I wanted. Mm, mm. But I think what was the definition of a lot of money to you when you were that age? What was like that big money amount? I don't know. Well, <laughs> mine was like a million dollars. It was like I say that now, people laugh. <laughs> yeah, but like, I want to like, be a, I want to make a million dollars, and people are like ha ha ha. There's a no, million that's dollars. No money. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. That's like yeah. So I had that moment where I didn't even like for the most of my life it was like a million dollars. It was when I moved to Australia that just it, it would have been a million was the easy thing to just say. Yeah, I'll be a million. I'll be a millionaire. There was yeah. only like thirty of them back then. Yeah. Now there's like 1,200 million millionaires. <laughs> oh, now it's about being a billionaire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's and the then rare it'll be a trillionaire. Form. There's already the first trillionaire. There's trillionaire. See? Yeah. Which anyway. is gross because that's a lot of dough. Yeah, man. Give what it are you doing someone. with it? Give it, do, make something. What are we Put what are things doing? up. Yeah. Make, make, make a difference. Make a new planet and let's move there where <sighs> we care about recycling I think, I think and they the environment. A Death Star. <laughs> that was the new planet. <laughs> so wait. Darth Vader was an entrepreneur. The first trillionaire. He's one of the greatest entrepreneurs I ever met. <laughs> what a great yeah. man! <laughs> he was. He was. He was my inspiration. Yeah, I, I had to do a thing where I went to this event and they had to say, "What? Who's who's the uh, who's the greatest entrepreneur? Like who's in, your in, idol? Innovator? Innovator? Yeah. Who's who's the greatest innovator? Uh, you you who are you influenced by?" And I put Darth Vader down. That's pretty good. Yeah, but he's. I would have given a you a crazy prize. innovator. People, it was a conversation was, starter. Uh, but he was. he was definitely underestimated 100 percent, and they, he flipped out he kind of has the same story as you he was good then went bad you're 
bad, then it went good. You're like Benjamin Buttoning <laughs> Darth Vader to Anakin. Oh. Maybe you are now becoming your Anakin. I would be scary if I got older. Wait, wait. He got younger as he got older. Ooh. Yeah. Reverse. That's not bad, hey? Yeah. You get but, a lot but, of get ladies. If you are Darth you Vader. <laughs> That's not the case because you're going to get baby faced. It's oh, going to get yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, that would really get weird. weird. That's, yeah. They wouldn't release You'll that You'll be like Australia. 65 years old. That movie would old. not be allowed out in Australia. <laughs> it came, I watched that movie. I don't know. If he was oh, getting it, older dating women. <laughs> he did. Oh, he only had the one girl. It's still crazy. Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's move on. Oh, no, from, it wasn't. It was, let's um, move on from Brad Pitt. Anyway. Is it Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah Brad Pitt. And um, God, I, her name has escaped me. She's an Australian oh. actress. She was in Thor Ragnarok. She's very famous. I don't know. Isla Fisher. No. No, no, no. Older than that. It's going to hit me like a ton of bricks. Listen, we're going to have to move on, Joe. We're going to move on from this. It's all right. It's all right. We're we're moving on. So yeah, a million dollars. That was the benchmark. That was the benchmark. Okay, cool. So so you had this idea of wealth creation. And interesting that you were thinking about that at such a young age. My dad always told me that I have to work hard for what I want. Right. To set the bar for you. Yeah. He was like, people aren't going to give you anything, right? Yeah. You can't expect people to give you anything either. So it's like, if you want something, go and get it. So... I mean, my first business when I was younger is I used to deliver paper, mm-hmm. right? Like pamphlets and stuff. Yeah. Like most kids do. And uh, <laughs> that was a big lesson in how much work for little money you get. Yeah. yeah. It sucks <laughs> oh, when you realize man. how that was little a money you call. make. Thanks, Dad, for helping me deliver those yeah. <laughs> that well, one day before I quit. <laughs> yeah. I worked for my dad for a period of time. That was a real lesson as well. Like how to... Uh, be completely used by your father right. for not in a bad way, but just like, you for know, money. used for effort and, yeah. you know, kind of a, a trade. Like and you paid me well, but tank just down to like, zero. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, All the crappy rough. work to do. That's rough. And he had a cabinet shop. So it was like, you know, yeah, it's labor. sweeping, yeah. yeah, sweeping floors. That's the same with my, mm-hmm. my folks. Stack that wood. Labor is. Did you work? Rough. You worked in the kitchen. Uh, not really. No. Uh, yeah, I did. Worked in the restaurant? Because my family, when they sell their restaurant, they eventually had a like a licensed restaurant in a club mm. sorry excuse me very gassy Jamie. sorry it's the beer we need more by the way we can arrange for that an intermission no oh. <laughs> i guess i could text my wife to bring beers in for us that sounds good <laughs> um so yeah i mean like they had a restaurant in a in a club and i used to help out there and make my own chicken schnitzel mm. and i mm. guess that's where I, my just watching my mom cook that was the start of uh like a little hobby or at least, yeah, a little a little passion in cooking as well, which is cool. And um, so so then your first, so this RKD, what was that? RKDA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, you started like a digital agency. I had a, this is, you're going way too fast. I had a million businesses. Okay, so what was the first business you started? Uh, I used to, when I was a kid, bef- after I did the pamphlet stuff, I used to spray paint numbers on gutters for people's houses. Dude, I had a dude do that here. He just was there when I got home. I didn't even see him. He was on crutches. No, he was an adult. And he was like in the shadows. And I'm like, (laughs) walked down to get my mail or get my bin. And he just like climbed out. And he's like, oh, hey, uh, for like $25. And I was like. $25 reduce. I was charging five bucks back then. But. Inflation. But it was great. It was a a good little side hustle. But this is a non-legitimate just doing it. Like you just walking around. the tax man asked. 
It was <laughs> I legit. would say it's a legitimate business. <laughs> they were gift donations, oh. but uh, it was it was a little side hustle, like yeah. a little child business, you call mm. them, right? Mm. Um, you know, when kids start a lemonade stand out the front or whatever, mine was gone to spray paint on the gutters yeah, for spray people, paint. right? Yeah. Um, and that and that did alright. That did well. So that was my first business, and yeah. then and then it kind of went a bit quiet after that in terms of. And then I got like a job, worked normal uh, kid yeah. jobs, supermarket, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Working for the man. Working for the yeah, man, big time. And then um, <laughs> I had another business as well where I was selling um, big red imported from America. Big red. Yeah. So I the went chewing to, uh, gum. Yeah. So I went to a private school, right? So you did go to a private school. I did after Balmain High. Before, Before, when I was a child. So I started off in a primary oh, private yeah. school. Oh, look at this. And uh, <laughs> delivery. We have. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We have got new beers. New beers. Um, so I, I went to a private school to begin with. When my family had a restaurant and all that stuff, they sent yeah. me to a, a good school, right? Um, and that and that went well. That I had a lot of, um, I met a lot of people who, like I mingled with individuals that weren't, that were diplomat sons and diplomat's mm. children and all that stuff, right? So it, like the... The social circle that I had back then was a bit different to what I had when I went to a public school, for example. Sure. Right. So I guess that may have influenced this whole material wealth thing as well. Yeah. Like just imagine going to a nice house that's like a you know a million dollar house with a pool and no, stuff. No, right? I know that. I grew up like that, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was like. And mm. that's what you want. So you don't really want to have anything different to that, right? Mm. Um. So I remember at school, I used to sell chewing gum, big red, to a lot of the children around the area. Yeah. Um. And they pay they pay some pretty good money for it. Yeah. So I was the uh, primary school dealer <laughs> of chewing gum. There was a, a high hot school cinnamon dealer. chewing gum. Yeah, too. I had a briefcase full of money. Shut up. Full of coins. We yeah. did not have notes. Cool. Gold then. coins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this was down in Canberra. It's in Canberra. I wow. can't believe I had a briefcase. That's so lame. Now that I look at it. No, dude, you <laughs> were, had a money you bag a with a dollar man. sign on it. You're a businessman. <laughs> um. Yeah. I would, do we have a time limit or is this like a never-ending show? <laughs> uh, no, there's not really a time limit. Um, so I guess one of the things I'm trying to get out of you, and one yeah. of the things I think that's interesting <clears throat> is is that, you know, there's a big impact of failure in your, li- your life, but in lives, right? And then mm-hmm. people tend to hold back. And there's this connection that I made to um, people are not trying as much now or going forth and trying to do things as much now because they look on the internet and they go, well, I'm not going to be able to do that. They go look at other people that are successful and say, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to achieve that. So why would I try? You know, especially in younger people as well. And, um, you know, it's a common pattern. And I think that, you know, the sort of pristine nature of what we now get curated, um, you know, through the Internet is sort of it's a hoax. You know, it's all bullshit. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, you're actually one of the people that I actually hold in high regard for really understanding how that algorithm on the internet really works and like uh, understanding how to model things and make them look really good and pristine so that others will consume them. So it's an interesting thing in that you um, have done a lot of trial and error and um, you know, you think about mindset, right. And how you will kind of deal with mindset to get through this. I mean, what do you, what do you go through if you think about, or if maybe you haven't thought about, or you have, you know, when you're going through another retry of something and trying again or going after it, would I be retrying the same thing? No, no, you wouldn't. Well, no, no, but it's just your history, right? And, you know, so you're going to go after something in a new way or you're well, going to, you learn yeah, to think because you you're always to, learning, right? Failure is not as bad as people say it is. A lot of people, like you said, a lot of people are afraid to fail, mm-hmm. but I think, and I know this is so cliche, right? But everyone's like, oh, don't be afraid to fail, right? Mm. Because they're just learnings. And what I always grew up with was that, that mentality, right? Or yeah. that mantra that's, that when you fail, 
the what you succeed in is the learning of what you did wrong and what to do better. Yeah. Right. So I think that's really important when you make a business or you have a venture or you have something that you want to focus on. Mm. And I think a lot of people, they're very emotional with what they're doing. Mm. Um, so when it comes to business, like a lot of people can be very emotional with business. They, in, they tie, they, they grab onto something and they think that if they fail that or if they lose that, they're losing a part of who they are. Yeah, like a definition. Yeah, like it defining makes them, them. right? Yeah. And I think that's really important to, to understand that that these ventures or businesses or ideas, they're just vessels to whatever your goal is, right? And if that's creating something or having fun or whatever it is, right? Mm. That That's important and, and you can't be emotional. And, I, and that leads into the idea of if you have... If you're, if you're, you need to know when to be able to call it quits, right? Mm. When things aren't working, you're only wasting time and time is more valuable mm. than anything else in this world. Mm. And I've always grown up with that as well, <clears throat> that <clears throat> the, the best thing, the most valuable asset that everyone has is the time that we have, right? Mm. And if we're wasting our time on something that's not going to succeed or not get us to where we want, mm. then we need to be able to call it quits. And that's easier for someone who's not emotionally attached to something. Mm. Someone that says, you know, this is the vessel that I'm using but it's not the end of the world for me. I can use something else to get where I want to go. Right? Mm. So I think that's what's made me so comfortable as being a serial entrepreneur is the idea that I can say it's not working or this isn't getting to getting me to where I want to go Sure. and just pull the plug on it yeah. and not be emotionally attached, not be like, Oh, but I've invested so many hours into this thing. It's mm. like, well, I could have lost all those hours doing nothing. Right. Yeah. So really they're just hours gone. Right. Right. So, let's so, just- so the mindset really is to, compartmentalized to a certain degree right it's not a not a definition of self sorry i'll crack mine too um it's not a definition of self yes right your definition of self inside of that is something completely different um right correct okay cool so that's an interesting insight and then also to know when to pull the pin so how do you go about that moment i mean obviously that's a fail point you're admitting yeah it is a failure admitting it right you have to admit that happened um do you generally work fast to kind of finish it or are you like kind of do you have yeah, you a cycle it. it's a little an exit bit. strategy right not right. the first one that you wanted but it's yeah, yeah. definitely an exit strategy in that regard so whether that is selling the assets of the business selling the customer base that you have offloading it to someone whatever right. it is that, yeah, that business, business stuff, is yeah, right yeah. but you just you need a way out and it generally happens pretty quick right mm. um the the curve of itself of understanding when that failure happens it that's that can take a lot longer. So mm. That could be a three to six month, one year process, mm. knowing that something's not going to work. But to pull the plug, it's going to be a weekend decision. Oh right, so unless, it's quick. You're yeah, unless like something a, happens, um, right? I'm, I'm you just you're, you're waiting for someone else to pick it up. Like the more the more advanced or mature the business is, the harder it is to get rid of it. Obviously, mm. Mm. Um, and the harder it is to pull the pin on it, and especially when you have debt or anything that's associated sure. to it. Um, a lot of the ventures and businesses that I have, I've always tried to keep the debt quite low. Yeah. Um, to make it easier if things go bad. But also just as a business decision, it's always sure. good to keep your debts sure. really low, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um it's it's a fairly quick process yeah. if you want to just pack it up. And that's why I like to just do a lot, because then I can dabble, yeah, test something for six months. If it works, it works. If mm-hmm. it doesn't pull the pun, pull the pin, just get out. Yeah, and I mean in talking about that, I mean you do it it it'll go from one <laughs> Well done, Jamie. You missed your mouth. Uh, drinking with an obstacle in his face. <laughs> it wasn't his face this time. Yeah. Um, so, you, I mean, you do swing to, from idea to another idea, and those things could be very different executions to make I'm a successful. Oh, sure. my God. I'm, you should, if you talk to me, yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like a little like a gone. Yeah, goldfish. It is a goldfish. It, it would say always has a phone in his face. Yeah, ADHD. yeah. Oh, I gotta look at the I next thing. Phones. Oh, you I just don't. bought the new iPhone too. <laughs> You it's did? Not, that's not it. It's, oh. oh, it's on the way. Oh, I have it. I know. I can see it. Don't pull it out. Oh, Don't. No, I'm not. But I have it. It's nice. It's cool. Did you get the big one? Yes. Oh. You don't need that big of a phone anymore. That's a big screen, <laughs> I like Jamie. to look at big screens. Yeah, right. Either way, I uh, I, I definitely flip-flop. And it's not just business. It's everything in my uh, life, I know. right? I know. Hobbies, passion, sports. Like I've told you, I've done every sport in the world. You have, yeah. We did come up with a couple that you hadn't done, which was fun. But it was a very small list. You'd at least tried a Baseball. lot of the things. Yeah, a lot so of things you tried. Next. Um, but I uh, think about that for a second. I mean, why Why do you think you always are looking for new things to try? Fun. Yeah, but, but what? Unhappiness. Is, no, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I mean. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I like knowledge is key. So it's about knowledge. Knowledge in this world is everything, right? Mm. Like the more, and maybe that stems down to being a control freak as well at mm. times, but... Mm. The more you know, the then the more you can use at to your dispensable, it, yeah. right? At your dispense. So, so, so why are you a control freak then? Do you think? I don't trust people. Yeah, yeah. So one of my questions in here is, is if you're working in a group, do I have to pay you for this? No, no, these no, no, insights? no, 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 no. But like, eighty dollars uh, an hour. One of the questions I ask is like, if you're working in a group, do you tend to trust people or distrust people? Oh, definitely distrust. I take distrust I on that, that <laughs> survey. You, you would do. Yeah. Um, it depends. Like, it really does. It it takes a while. Jamie, you and I work together and I can feel you distrust me for a while before we get somewhere. And we've worked together for a while. No, I don't mean that negatively. I'm just saying it's part of it. That just crossed (laughs) this table into my chest. No, come on. Come on. Like seriously. Um, I think, I don't, it's not that I I trust you more than anything, more than a lot of people in my office. Um, Just narrowed But it takes time. Like if you, if you stuff up, man, if you fuck up once. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But I think, Trust is, it's. I the older I'm getting, the harder I find it that I can trust people straight away in terms yeah. of like their work ethic or what they can output. Mm. Um, I guess I've clued up to the idea that people talk a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that has preyed on my trust. So mm. all of a sudden, I don't trust people. But back in the day, I was like, oh, benefit of the doubt, everyone, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone yeah. trusted and, like and until they prove it wrong, right? And as the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that. Majority of the people <laughs> won't prove you wrong. Yeah. So it's like, uh, oh, but and one. yeah, that's cynical. You know, I can be a bit, yeah, cynical most of the time or negative people would say, but, mm. and then people are like, well, why do you need to control everything? And I'm working on that, like as a personal goal for myself sure. to really let go of the reins of a lot of things yeah. um, and trust people that are, they're going to do the right thing again. And I think so in, in, in the employment place, like there are a lot of people that I trust, but it's because we've had years of experience of building that trust, right? Sure. So off the bat, a, a lot of the people I'll give benefit of the doubt off the bat if they're a younger person. And I find like personality-wise, we can work together. Mm. But yeah, we'll see how we go. I tend with, to trust, trust new, greener people more than I trust older older, or just yellower people, senior people. <laughs> I know what you mean. Because yeah. it's, it's that whole idea of, how damaged they are as yeah. a or baggage, how much baggage right? is yeah. that? Yeah. So like Carrying all the bad habits and the things that they've done wrong. Yeah. All the things that they've been told they're doing right, which the are biases, wrong. <laughs> the biases they bring exactly. to the table. Um, yeah. I've had my fair share mm. of uh, difficult people. Yeah. No, but yeah. I trust you, Joe. Yeah. That's, oh, that's okay. good. That's I feel okay. better now that you trust me. 
a junior developer like Joe is <laughs> no, a right. great developer. My new life as a developer. I guess. You should be a dev. I am. You're already in. Basically, no, doing like dev go work. all the way. Do all in dev work. Oh god, all well, the, the way in the where day. we work, it would probably be that way. It's all right. It's, it's all right. right. It's all right. You're good a terrible good leader. Team. That's why. Oh, that's such bullshit. <laughs> um, I guess one of the uh, the because we didn't do the survey. I th- I think I uh, I have completely derailed you. No, 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 no. This it's is fine. why you need me around. We can as talk a about host. We can talk about the survey as if you've not taken it, which is fun. Okay. Think about your comfort zone, is that Jamie. Screen from work. No. <laughs> okay. That's my screen. Go on, go on. Uh, think about your comfort zone. How far do you go out of your comfort zone? Ten. Ten. Depends. Uh, one. Uh, one being the not in your comfort zone. Like one. <laughs> you being didn't completely give me the scale. One <laughs> and two. It'd be good to have. Do you get way out of it? Okay, here you go. Scenario. You don't. Is there? It just about doesn't say how meters. far you go out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it says right here. Context. I need context. How far do you get outside of it? Depends on the context. What is a comfort zone? <laughs> no, like. Okay, I said it here. Five meters, five hundred meters, five thousand meters. Like, how far away do you get? How comfortable are you to be uncomfortable? I am always uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go out. 500 meters 500 meters so you're willing to get out of it i am you're willing to try out that's when you that's when innovation that's when excitement that's when everything happens you learn right learn about you if you stay in your comfort zone you don't you learn shit you don't learn jack shit guys (laughs) get out get out of the comfort zone open that door get out 500 meters that's what you gotta do and and scream yeah but context (laughs) you need to know the context Context. Uh, what kind Um, of a comfort zone i think it's important because that's when high pressure scenarios right Mm. create innovation you'll create exciting decisions and create Mm. such great things that can happen right if you stay in your comfort zone all the time it's just not gonna happen nothing will change nothing will be different if you're happy where you are right now sure stay in your comfort zone yeah by oh god stay there what if it's working you it always leads back to the idea that anything you do can always be better the Mm. idea that someone's stronger than you someone's bigger than you someone's Mm. faster than you right Mm. But at the same time, you're never going to get to those positions, but you can always be better as a human, be better in every scenario that you do. And if you want to be better, you have to go to your comfort zone to be better. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. I don't live in a comfort zone. I'm glad I've got you on my side. (laughs) It's it's just more about, uh, more about getting. Take off those pants, Jeff. Let's get comfortable. Let's get comfortable. Uh, I'm not wearing pants. Um, Do you use visualization techniques? I don't know how to envision. I don't know how to visualize that right now. No, you don't. Um, do you just jump in and do? You don't think about plausible scenarios. Walk. Oh well, yeah, out? everyone does. No, that's what, so that's visualization. Like, do you? I do write you, them down. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a pattern, you know. I'm I do. I, I. Yeah, I, I. Scenarios are everything to me, right? Mm. Visualization scenarios, planning everything out is probably a bad thing, though. Okay. I don't know why. Actually, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a bit. It of just a- seems like. It's the control freak thing again. Yeah, but I knew you were going to say that. But I think the point is, is that you are a control freak, not in a bad way. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but like, like, like control is a method or a tool that you use to get where you need to go, right? Which I think is important in your journey, right? Because you have to put boundaries on what what you're doing, right? And also, you are very much someone who sees the end product in your head. So in order to get there, not trusting people. You know, doing yeah. it all your kind of yourself has been your gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once you can kind of have people that come along the journey, you're able to, to deal with it. I suppose what I'm trying to get is, you know, when you think about trial and error, fast fail, life in general, and visualization techniques, you know, it's one of those things where I think people visualize a lot more than they 
actually understand mm. and that they they troubleshoot and problem solve you know pre-vet ideas move down the path if you think about what you do as a person who is constantly doing new things trying new things out you must be doing a level of fantasizing which is true yes. let's build an ice rink you know let's make dog hey. food hey hey um <laughs> that's you know, still but, happening <laughs> i don't know yes i know i know what you mean like yeah visualization is yeah there is that level for sure when it comes to doing that stuff mm. it's the fantasy right yeah. and it's the goal that you associate to 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 drive all the passion or yeah. the fire into whatever you're doing as a venture. Do you see yourself doing the things or do you just see the thing, if you know what I mean? Do you see yourself in the third person or? Oh, that's very. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, so I'll, my visualization. I don't know. You don't know. I don't, I don't think about it. thought about it. Yeah. It, if I do, it doesn't retain how I think about that. If that makes sense. It's it probably does. not in the third person. Right. I think about. You see like the, your, you see through, through your eyes. my eyes where yeah, I'm yeah. at, right? Yeah, it's first what person. I want to see. Yeah. Interesting, because I, I do both. Like, I'll see a little bit of both. So I'll see myself doing things in order to see what happens when I do something. I see myself going through different situations, but then I might then see it through my own eyes, which is normally the starting point and kind of going, all right, this is what I'm looking for. In this my situation. One of my big problems is I don't like planning a lot. <laughs> That's true. And I'm, I'm like, all, all right, right, let's go. Let's just do it. <laughs> so, like, visualizing it. is takes too long. Oh, it's too <laughs> you slow. You know what I mean? I like, do. And I'm like, oh, it's like me. When I read a book, right? Yeah. I read half the book. I get so excited that I put the book down and do what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how terrible Even like a, a, like a fiction book, like sci-fi? You no, don't read those, don't do read you? Fiction. Yeah, that's right. Non-fiction? Non-fiction. Non-fiction? You only read non-fiction. No, yeah, I don't read fiction. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I can't go do it. <laughs> and right now I'm having the, God damn it, I still don't know the difference between fiction, non-fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiction, I, I, made up. I, I know, I know. Fit. Fiction is made up. Non-made up. Faction. Non-made up is the other one. So, yeah, I can't, like, I have a problem with reading books because I get to a point where I'm like, especially like self-help books or mm. books that teach me, like learning books. Mm. So anything to do with dev work. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the job. Even That's dev tutorials. Day. I'm yeah, like halfway through. Day I'm day like, ah, oh, right, scrap it. I'm going to yeah, do it now. Do it. Yeah. And I'm that guy. I'm a tinkerer, right? Yeah. I make my own mistakes, but That's if right. I need help, I'll ask for it. I'll go get it. Yeah. But I like to know when, I know, I like to identify when I need that help, not when, you know what I mean? Like I yeah, need no, to identify no. when I need that help I'm so I can you. go get it. And how, so, so based on the fact that, you know, you learn by doing, how do you teach? Do you teach people things? I'm... <laughs> I have zero patience these days. Do you? Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Sorry, if, if anyone's listening to this and they know me, they know that I can get very impatient at times. Yeah. I don't know well, where we've it's We've talked from. about this. I don't know where it comes from. Right. It, it translates in hockey. Yeah. Like, I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I have a, a level of where I'd expect things to be. And if mm. it doesn't fall at that level, mm. and that level varies on everything we do, right? Sure. But if it doesn't fall in that level, it frustrates me to my core. Yeah. I don't know how to get over this. Maybe a holiday might help. You and holidays. <laughs> Please donate do <laughs> to jamiemeadsaholiday.com. Um, well, we've talked about this with uh, the coaching side of it, you know, giving you the advice about how to, how to yeah. coach. One of the things that I realized young um, and I continue to say over and over again is, is um, having no expectations means you'll never be upset. That's true. Um, removing that from your life is a pretty big deal. It's hard. Right. Um, but at the same time, and I'm not saying you, I'm but you're comprehending know what, I mean. what that means. It's huge. That's right. It's making me go, well, yeah, it's, huge. it's a big deal, but, but it also means that you're free mm. of a lot of other shit that, that falls on I you. Think I just won't coach. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a good, I think it, for, like if I was you know, t telling you to do something in that 
I think it's a good test, right? It's a good thing mm-hmm. to, to help you hone your skills of yes. patience and, and, you know, adjusting, you know, how to perceive people. Right. Um, if that's something you want to do, I mean, if you don't want to coach, you don't want to coach or whatever, but like, you know, you had to just be like a high level coach with zero experience. <laughs> you mean you want to be like the Donald Trump of coaching? You no. Sort of zoom in and just someone likes him. At least a few people like him. It's just the wrong people. The, the people wrong. that I don't like. Oh my God. This is, I, so that's what you don't about. want to go political. I was just using it as an analogy. Um, and what about leadership? Do you do leadership? I was, I was passionate about leadership when I was younger. I know I'm 30, but when I was younger, like, like 20s, early 20s. Oh, early 20s. When I wanted to do like, <clears throat> and I did coaching. I did um, web development, um, personal coaching and stuff like that to yeah. teach people how to code. Um, and that was, that was fun. And I, I had a lot of patience then, and I was really good at it, actually. The guy went on to be a really good developer <laughs> for like oh, some you agency. Were influential. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like he was really good at it. Um, and then I think when I was younger, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a leader, but mm. I think, I don't think you can plan to be a leader, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. I think, because every time that I had an opportunity to be a leader, mm. it just didn't feel like the right time. Yeah. To me, I thought, yeah, it could be the right time, but it never was the right time. Mm. Like leadership is more than just, you know, telling people what to do or influencing oh, people what to do, right? Different to that, There's yeah. so many aspects to leadership that when I was younger, I had no idea about, like, mm. Everything from like respect to understanding, compassion, communication, and all these aspects of it that I'm still learning how to do that in my everyday life, let alone, you know. So I think leadership is so hard to have at a young age. And I, I, maybe in 10 years when I'm older, Mm. maybe leadership will be something that I've grown to embrace. But Mm. at this point in my life, I feel inexperienced Mm. to be a leader. And that's very revealing right now. But really <laughs> <laughs> stripped it back a little. Yeah, yeah, like I've never really said that to anyone or admitted yeah. that. But I think, yeah, it's, it it knocks you back a bit when you try to be a leader and it and it doesn't doesn't take flight or it doesn't really mm. accumulate to what you thought it would be. Which I've I've heard from other people like when they move into a role and they've been put him in a position where it's like mm. they're assumed in a leader, but everyone else has resentment or you know, clashes with that person sure, because they feel like they're more deserving of that leadership role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a, a lot of the aspects of it just become so jarring and eye awakening when it comes to the leadership and mm. the idea of it. So if wow. I was a leader, I'd be a leader of myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a good leader, Joe. Is that what you want? No. This is where I segue. No, Joe is a no, great no, no, leader. No, no. That's not please what I was g- looking for. I was just curious. Please about give you. him a leadership role. <laughs> no, he's actually good. Yeah. Joe, you are a good leader and I look up to you around that. Yeah. We've only had two beers, by the way. This is not the beer talk. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, and I, and I don't really, I'm not really looking for the credit as much as I, I'm aware of what I do as a leader, my impact, you know, which is interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you talk about traits and things like that. And mm-hmm. I did know at a young age that I was influential in that regard and able to exhibit a level of patience and, and wait and want and desire to see an outcome versus, you know, an outcome for the, the group or what have you than just my own initial wants you have or a desires. lot of patience, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you have know. zero patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think in, in the right context, you have a lot of patience. Uh, you know, I think sometimes. In life. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get there. I'm going to yeah, get one there day, eventually. One day. 75. It's like a doorway you're Very looking patient. for. You're, you're opening all old. the doors in the room. Where's patience? Yeah, patience <laughs> I can't find it. Old Stop opening patience. the doors, Jamie. Um, nice one, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming in. Is that 
Are we at the limit? I'm, I'm enjoying this. I know. Well, we could do another one later, but you know, we'll like this it. is a long, you know, we've I'll been doing it for an hour. for the week. <laughs> yeah, you can stay for the week. You could be a resident. Resident. We could do another show. We've talked about doing some other shows. I don't, yeah, we, we could. This has been fun. This has been fun. The drive wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, what, how long did it take you? 30 minutes. Oh, that's, that's pretty normal. Pretty that's normal. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. It, great. Great show. <laughs> i'm just gonna say stuff because i can yeah all right well you know what i'm, I'm gonna out. do i'm gonna do oh, this here we go here we go ready wait 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 wait. what do you want before you do that what <clears throat> thank you everyone for listening oh you want to say thanks to well, my audience but i'm gonna under t- i'm gonna put music under it oh okay well <laughs> so we can say hey uh thanks everybody for listening today you know we i do an outro also outside of the interview but Jamie, thank you for coming today. I appreciate it. Yep. Only I may dance. <laughs> yeah. Simpsons reference. Yeah, I don't know. The Simpsons, uh, no. you do. But hey, buddy, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. No, no worries. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. So that's the interview with Jamie. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I had a great time. A lot of laughing, a lot of fun, a lot of banter. Um, an interesting backstory. Um, definitely learned actually more about him than I, I even knew, uh, which was fun. It's uh, it's a, it's I guess it's the bonus of uh, doing these interviews is that I get to, uh, you know, get to know the people that I spend time with a little bit better. Um, so yeah, uh, again, let me know what you think. If you've got some uh, commentary, some feedback, if you got questions, send them in. Uh, don't be shy. Bring them to my doorstep. Send them to me on the interwebs. It's a, you know, it's a big deal to me to, um, to get you guys involved in this show in any way possible. I'd be quite happy to answer questions at the beginning of the show and the weekly. Um, if you have any feedback around the food for thought, um, segment that I'm working on, um, you know, I'm going to try to do one of those once a week where, you know, you just sort of take the, uh, crazy Joe and you listen to, you know, so maybe something I got up to, or maybe something I'm thinking about. And I just sort of drop that down, um, on you guys, uh, again, Always looking for, you know, topics, things. If you want to hear about that from me, um, you know, that'd be great. Uh, if there's anybody you're interested in me chasing down to potentially interview, send them my way. I'm more than happy to have a conversation with those people and um, see what I can work out with them. So, again, thanks, everybody, for being part of this experience with me. And, um, yeah, here's another one in the books. Thanks, y'all. Bye.